0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Higher Points podcast. I'm Nick Sowers here with my buddy Nate Hyatt. We're coming at you with another two episode of To the Point. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, it's just kind of an opportunity where you just kind of get it down and dirty, real short, twenty to you know thirty, sometimes forty, depending on if we start getting on a tirade. Uh, minutes of just kind of our thoughts and things that we've been thinking about, and kind of go on uh, just a just a thought our thought processes, and just give you something to listen to in between the the big long podcast. So. Um, one of the things that's been kind of bouncing around my mind is obviously the hot button issue. Uh, you know, the whole Chris Rock, Will Smith thing. So, which I'm not fully convinced is real. Um, I,
1: it, I mean it to me, like watching that video the first time I was like, did they just like make that up? I mean, it looks scripted yeah, almost, but then the yelling kind of, I don't know.
0: Um, well, my thing is, is like, you know, it's, it's no secret that, Things like the Academy Awards and Oscars and those kinds of things are tanking, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's really interested in watching a bunch of rich people honor themselves. It's just like we're like the society's just like, We don't care. We don't like you. We get it. You're rich. And and you do some things. Congratulations. So nobody really watches it. So how do you get people to like start watching those things? Like it's like it was like Janet Jackson and uh Justin Timberlake during like the Super Bowl halftime show, you know, Mm -hmm. of ripping that off, you know, all that stuff is done as like a a, kind of like a publicity stunt. So, uh, but the part that I want to get and I want to talk about is, is a lot of what I'm seeing on social media and Instagram is people are saying like violence is never the answer. And I'm like, uh, I would disagree. And you're the same people that say, I stand with Ukraine. So which one is it? Because, you know, like, without getting into the politics of Ukraine and Russia, let's just look at it at face value. You know, Ukraine is being invaded by Russia. Ukraine's trying to protect itself using violence. Yet you're saying you stand with Ukraine. So which one is it? Violence is never the answer or violence is sometimes the answer. Cause that's where I'm at of, you know, I personally, you know me, I mean, I've, you and I have talked many times and I've talked many times on the podcast. I mean, I carry a gun everywhere I go. I'm a cop. And is violence summed? the
1: ones that's avoided? Yeah,
0: but but is sometimes violence the answer? Yes. If you've got a guy walking around, say, the Hutch Mall, shooting multiple people, the only way to stop that guy is with violence. And let's just take like take a gun out of the equation. Let's say you don't shoot him. How else are you supposed to stop him? Walk up and hit him with rainbows from your palms? I mean, what do you... you, you Send a mental you're gonna, health expert at him. Yeah, you're going gonna, you're gonna to tackle him. You're going to tackle him. You're going to tie him up. You're going to that – that is a form of violence. Maybe not as violent as shooting that person.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to say that mental health experts don't need to be in this equation because more than likely that guy needed mental
0: yeah. health. Yeah, yeah, but that, of, yeah. But that's just the thing of – Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, you know, it's just like anything and everything else. We can even say that the same thing of the use of force is: there's a time and there's a place, Mm -hmm. there's a time and a place for mental health intervention. There's a time and a place for violence. There's a time and a place for just talking to somebody and it's very situationally dependent based on the totality of the circumstances. So that's kind of where I'm at on that. Um, you know, violence is the, is sometimes the answer. And another thing that's also missing from our society is it used to be that if you ran your mouth. Typically, you got your, your smell smacked. Like, you got into a fight, you got your mouth punched, and now everybody's behind these devices on their keyboards talking smack and being from... big big and bad with no consequences, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, that that's another reason I think social media is the cancer. Another reason that social media is a cancer for our society is, like, everybody's sta- sitting behind a phone and not enough people get smacked in the mouth.
1: You can be a keyboard warrior. Exactly. And not do anything about the problem, you know? Yeah. Yeah. not get boots on the ground and actually go solve something.
0: Yeah. And then the other thing um, that was kind of bouncing around my mind was I'm going to spring this on Nate is uh but you get wide eyed, wide eyed <laughs> when I do that. So, okay. So when we were doing our bodybuilding phase and the last strong man and, and you know, you've heard us talk a lot about mindset and all, anything in life is about that. Not just lifting weights, but just anything. and, I was at a point during that phase where like when we were doing bench press and we were doing multiple sets of 10 and stuff like bench is my worst lift. And I've said that many times on here to the point that I was so frustrated that one day I was legitimately (laughs) like crying while benching because I was so frustrated that I sucked at it and that I wanted to legit. I almost got up out of the gym and like walked out to the point I was like, I'm just done with this. Obviously it's been like four years. I can't get better at this. Like I'm done. I'm out. See ya. Peace out. Le- leave. That was where my mindset was. As I'm watching Nate, like completely just murk and murder everything about that phase. And I'm just like, son of a bitch, like I'm so old and I'm like <laughs> washed up and I just like, I can't keep up and all that other good stuff. And then, um, just to kind of see, you know, this last week with you at the gym, it's kind of like the opposite of where <clears> I'm my doing, body is falling apart. <laughs> yeah, where I'm doing pretty decent and keeping in mind I'm doing open weights and you're doing heavy weight. Or excuse me, you're doing or I'm doing, excuse me, novice weights and you're doing open weights. So I mean there is there is a difference there. Um but just to see, you know, that it's not okay, cool, it's not just me. There are times that you struggle as well and that's that's not me saying like I'm finding happiness that like yay, Nate's struggling. That's not but it's like okay, cool. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. This isn't just me. So that was just kind of my, my segue into just encouraging people throughout this process of whatever it is you're doing. I don't care if it's, you're going for that promotion or you're going to ask that chick to breakfast in the gym, or if you're going to like (laughs) whatever it is that you're working through in your life. Um, you know, that, that there are times that people have, um, you know, bad moments, bad times, and it's not all peaches and cream each time, but like those are those times that kinda of define you of like I continue to put one foot in front of the other and like I moved through that valley and now I'm moving on to the next thing and there's gonna be more valleys, right? I'm gonna bench press again and I'm gonna hate my life again at some point. But just just keep going. Um, at the
1: end of the day that bench press that bench press doesn't make or break you. Yeah. I mean that's just the way it is. That one day doesn't make or break you. You're going to keep pushing. And it
0: almost broke me. I'm not going to lie. It legit almost did.
1: This, I mean, the week that I just went through was, that was me. Like, I was ready to throw in the towel. It sucked. <laughs> I just felt like my body was hurt. I My body still hurts, you know. Like, I did deadlift a little bit and felt good. Today's the best day of the week I felt. But I didn't work for 10 hours. You know, so. Just, I mean, there was some mornings. I started getting up at 4.30. And going to the gym at five. And I think that was part of it, making that transition of those longer days and getting up early. Um, but we're just going to keep grinding. You know, got three weeks till Ken's the strongest man where we both compete, which I'm excited about that one. It's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward. To, I'm actually looking forward to Sunday training with Scott. Me <clears throat> too. Scott,
1: Scott is just a wealth of knowledge. You know, like he. Knows his shit in and out. And, I mean, he's been through the ringer on. He's had eight knee surgeries, so he knows the ins and outs of injury prevention or injuries. And now he's to the point where he's working through the injury prevention side of things and trying to undo some things that he's done in the past. And he's passing that knowledge down to us to say, hey, do this now so later you're not when you're 50 you're feeling a little better. Now the
0: key is, are you going to listen to that? I've walked
1: backwards <laughs> on the treadmill every day this week.
0: Yeah? How you feeling? Like, how are your knees feeling as a result?
1: Not bad. You know, my right one's still swollen, and
0: but it's... Well, but you do construction for a living, so I mean, some that, of that's going to that be... That day
1: when it snowed and it was muddy, and I wore my buck boots and had mud sticking on them for half the day, that, like, by the end of the day, <laughs> it was in rough shape. Yeah. But it is what it is. You know, we're going to push through it and keep keep grinding, band work. Some light stuff. We'll get there.
0: Yeah, I, uh, what do you think about the whole, uh, the whole violence is never the answer? What do you think? What's mm. your thoughts?
1: I, I'm, I agree with you. You know, there's always a spot for. You don't have to agree with me. No, I, I agree with you on that. Okay. Like, I'm gonna avoid violence for as long as I can, but when the time comes, it's, I mean, the time comes. Whether that's defending yourself or, a significant other like that you know like i do think it's a lot deeper than just what we see that will smith and jada smith issue you know like obviously there's been the the cheating or another boyfriend or whatever the separation issue that they've gone through and obviously will smith isn't in his right mind like popping off and doing something like that well, if it's not scripted you know like I wouldn't even know the Oscars happened if that didn't. That, yeah, if he exactly. wouldn't have slapped
0: Chris Rock, I would have not known about you're, that. You're further proving my point that people are, are over them honoring themselves. Like, we yeah. don't give a shit. You, you do you.
1: I, I don't.
0: <clears throat> but yeah, I think the thing, the, another thing that's missing from that equation is is it's like you, you've heard me talk. You've heard me talk about like Christianity and religion on here is we get into that same mindset of like, what people drives people away from that is the holier than thou. Mm. So now you have all these people. Will Smith should have never done that. Like that's that's bad. Like, and I'm like, what what have you done bad in your life? We all have. Who hasn't? Who hasn't made a decision that they regret? Like again, assuming that that was he's human legit. just like us. Yeah. You know? Who knows what he's dealing just, with or going just through?
1: Happen to be on national television.
0: <laughs> and uh so to say to say like, oh, I'd never do that or violence is never the answer. I'm like, I'm I think you're like you you know you're lying to yourself which in and of itself is a sin as well but it, some people
1: deserve when they say shit they deserve to be smacked <laughs> you know
0: sometimes you like, deserve to get hit in the mouth
1: those two guys if they're at a bar and someone says something like that you know you're probably going to get hit in the mouth yeah <laughs> you're at the county seat good luck
0: but it was a, but it's also an interesting <laughs> lesson learning trait of like oh wow maybe I should keep my mouth shut maybe yeah. I shouldn't run my mouth like a lot of people like to do um You know, you go and you run your mouth and like there's no consequences for it. It'd be, it'd be like, it'd be like getting a credit card and you have unlimited money on it. There's no consequences. It's like the same thing. You just keep spending and keep spending and keep spending and keep spending. Well, once you have a limit or you get sued because you can't make the payments, that's what makes it hurt. That's the same thing in this of if you run your mouth and you get punched in the mouth and maybe lose some teeth, it's like, oh, wow, maybe I shouldn't say or do that. Like there's some natural consequences to this.
1: There's consequences for all your actions.
0: Well, you know. Good or bad, honestly. Yeah, and you're spending too much time behind devices where you can say those things and not have to worry about it.
1: I don't remember which podcast it was we talked about it, but, you know, like, there's certain times where you bust your ass, you know, and you don't see the results right away. But then, like, two or three months down the road, you see those results and you benefit from them. Then you get kind of complacent. And then a couple more months down the road, you're like, "I'm struggling, and I just feel like it's a constant cycle in that in those kind of situations um, and it's just something you gotta I it's
0: that's it's that cycle in life in general. it doesn't matter what it coaster. is you're doing, yeah, it doesn't matter what you're doing
1: shoots and ladders
0: i mean, let's say you're that person that you know you never challenge yourself, and all you do is you know wake up, go to work. Get through work, come home, grab a bite to eat, watch some TV, go to bed. Let's say that's your cycle. Like that's all you do. You never challenge yourself in any other way. You're going to go to work and you're going to have some sort of a hurdle or a barrier or something that you're going to have to overcome or your car broke down or whatever. It's not just in like, I know we spend a lot of time on here talking about things like, you know, use of force or hemp or medical marijuana or, or mental health or, um, you know, think and strong man stuff like that. But the, the, I guess like what we're getting at is, is these applications can be made no matter what facet of life it is that you are, you know, or what period you are in your yep. life. And, uh, you know, I finally feel, me personally, finally feel like I'm finally digging out of that mental, you know, like valley that I've been in with dealing with my son. And he's doing better too. But that was like another thing that I talked to my therapist about was I was basically basing my happiness on their happiness. As long as they were happy, I'm happy. When they were mad, I was or when they were like mad or sad, so was I, and I was trying to find ways to like make them happy so that I could then feel happy. It's kind of interesting.
1: And that's that's something I don't I've never dealt with, you know, I've never been a father, so I could imagine that being a I mean I could see why that happens, why people put their happiness in this and that and sadness into their kids and vice versa, you know, I just, I've been lucky enough. I haven't dealt with that yet or just not in that spot yet.
0: Did you ever feel like that going back to your podcast with your marriage? Did you ever feel like that was like, if she was unhappy, you were unhappy? A little bit. So did you ever feel like you've had like a burden to make sure that she was happy?
1: A little bit, you know, like you always want to, like you can tell when your significant other's down. And that's something like I've learned that I always want to be able to like talk about and know about, but not necessarily be the resolution to that problem. You know, like I've learned that I'm not always going to be that resolution. Yeah. That maybe something is, they need to find something that clicks.
0: See, I told you you were same age as me, but on the same mental wavelength. I'm <laughs> just, I'm just 10 years behind, <coughs> just 10 years behind you in my mentality because. I'll tell you it's it's a heavy weight to bear like you know just being a man in general and being a husband and being a father is a tremendous weight to bear in general but then you start getting into things that like like bother you or maybe maybe mess with like homeostasis and so now it's like okay I gotta I kind of got to fix this I got to figure out a way like for me like my mindset was like let's say my son Uh, Without getting too deep into the story, because it would take a while, my son literally lost his mind over a pencil. Like, I'm not joking. Lost his mind because he couldn't find a pencil to do his homework. And, of course, it's more complicated than that, Mm -hmm. right? But what I'm getting at is where my brain immediately went was, what can I do to, like, kind of deflect or, you know, direct him around this or find a pencil or be like, dude, it's a pencil. I'll find you another pencil. You know, anything... To basically make the pain stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's kind of where my therapist is like, no, that, that's not, that's not how this works. Like they're, they're in control of their happiness. They're in, cause, you know, the, the, I won't get onto that tangent cause I'll take a while too. But anyway, they're in control of their happiness. So. You aren't and you can't hold yourself accountable for the fact that they're not happy because that's where I was at.
1: I mean, if it's something you physically did or like said or something, yeah. you know, like that's a different story. But for most of the time, you know, like it's like when they're coming home from school, there's something in school that affected them. And there's something that you're trying to do to counter that, you know, and a lot of times it's something they've got to figure out on their own that they need to get past like in the long term. What is that? That one little instance that happened gonna affect, you know, yeah. like, and it's just a constant struggle, I think. Something that, that I struggle with, you know, I let little things at work bother me that I probably shouldn't let them bother me quite as much. Or even this weekend, like happened to, had to go, uh, to his first birthday, you know, and I let, let it bother the shit out of me that I was gonna have to see my ex-wife and her new boyfriend. And like, it's fine. Didn't bother me. Um, well,
0: you say small things, right? But that's another thing, too, of what may be a small thing to you could be something big to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's interesting because you say the small things, but let's say that you deal with 100 small things. Those 100 small things turn into a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> that That... It's kind of weird, too, because you know how, like, when you talk about men, they talk about men. Like, when we, in our our brain, we have, like, boxes that we put everything in, right? Like, our thoughts, our feelings, whatever, we put it in a box, and it's, like, stored on a shelf, right? Well, women are the opposite. They talk about how, like, it's spaghetti. Everything's connected to literally everything. Well, I feel the same way sometimes when we're dealing with those small things. And the same thing I found with my son. When you're dealing with those small things that are bothering you, they all interconnect in some way or another. And finally, when you get to this trigger point, all of those things, it's like a lightning Unravel bolt. Or, it's like a yeah. lightning bolt. It just travels down that that like ladder of things that are bothering you. Mm-hmm. And boom, it's like, boom, this big explosion. You're like, like like I said, it was more complicated than a pencil, right? Yeah. Like if you're listening to this podcast and you went like, your son lost his mind over not finding a pencil. I'm like, holy shit, you're a bad dad. But I wish I had more time to explain it because it yeah. was much more complicated than that. So. <laughs> It's been an interesting time.
1: But it, it's, I it's, could understand that. It's, I don't know. It is. I mean, it's a weird time in general for all of us.
0: Yeah, we need to get Janine and her boss on here, and then
1: some mental health. Maybe they can help. There are a couple we're gonna have on. We're gonna have Scott on. One of hopefully, if he agrees. If he agrees to yeah. have Scott. Do you know on. he's
0: been? Do you know he's been shot and stabbed? Didn't know that. Yeah, uh, Felicia. I think told Felicia told Heather and I that. At the gym. Yeah. He's, uh, Friday.
1: Felicia. He's a mentor of our coach, Felicia. They've known each other for a while. And Scott's. He's a, just
0: an all around, just really good dude.
1: He came to Sterling and talked for two hours, you know, showed us technique stuff and didn't charge us anything, you know, like he.
0: His own gas, everything.
1: Yeah. He just wants to share his knowledge. He knows he's got knowledge and he just wants to share with everybody. And that's going to be his legacy. And I. His mental knowledge, I feel like, is way more than even his the physical stuff that he's talked to us about and technique and this and that. I just anything from football to strongman, powerlifting, boxing—like he's done it all, you know. And he's he'd be a really cool guy to have on.
0: Well, people like him, like that's that's one of the reasons, like I want to compete in like his contests, and not necessarily because of like he's my friend or I'm going to get special judging or the events, but just because of how he is. And I just want to support him. Cause I know that ultimately that money kind of helps support him and his gym. And-,
1: and the thing is like, he watches at all the competitions, even if he's competing, you know, like there was little things he talked about, um, like at our seminar, like he said stuff and he just like made little critiques on my form from when I had competed and he had competed in the same competition. Like, this guy pays attention to everybody. I mean, he's the state rep for strongman in Kansas for yep. United States strongman.
0: Sometimes much to their dismay. Yeah. I he, mean, he, he, he's not afraid to say things that may make you mad.
1: Which, I mean, you got to have those people that want to go against the grain and they can go against the grain. And I like that. Um, I, I kind of, I hope that I'm that person that I go against the grain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. That'd be a fun one to have on. Um, we uh, got a big announcement coming up by the time, well, no, after you hear this, this week we will uh, be closing on a new building, High Point Farms will, so me and Nick will have a, a new studio to set up.
0: I'm actually pretty stoked about seeing it. I haven't seen it yet. At the time of this recording, I haven't seen it yet. So. Yeah,
1: it's pretty excited about it. We're buying a building instead of leasing, so we're going to be building our own equity and I'm I'm stoked about it. Nicer building, more Set up for our situation. It's uh, right on the corner of Fourth and Main. Pretty excited about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, for those that live in the area, it's the one with the big, big billboard on top of it—the
1: old Edward Jones building. Yeah.
0: You'll know it if you're those of the few people that we have that listen in. What Russia, Australia, and I think there was another one like maybe Israel or something. I saw. You probably have no idea what we're talking about. It's a great location. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ever want to come see it, like look us up when you're in town. We'll show you around.
1: We'll show you around. <laughs> You know, like, you can come on the podcast with us.
0: And we officially are in possession of the uh, cornhole, corn, boards. cornhole Boards. So uh, that, uh, that will be hitting social media very soon. Just as a reminder, just to kind of give you some contest rules, you'll be required to like our Facebook and our Insta, tag some friends on Insta, or share the post on your page on Facebook and uh and then you'll be entered into that drawing, so uh two cornhole boards with our logo on it and the bags as well that come with it and uh some lucky winner will be winning those as a result of just typing a few things in on their their social media
1: we'll have that we'll we'll have that social media post this week, yeah. It would have, I would have taken the pictures today, but, uh, Nathan dropped the ball and didn't bring the bags in to take the pictures. Well,
0: actually, Sarah, if you're listening to this, can you take the pictures? Because, like, you take some really amazing, like, creative pictures.
1: She's done a lot of our product pictures up to this point. We actually had someone for the website. We had, uh,
0: a photographer? Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Do that stuff. The one who actually made the website. I
0: it. would have never known, unless you said that, that you didn't have a photographer do your stuff. Because yeah, your yeah. mom does a really did, good work.
1: She did almost all those pictures on the wall, or like with an Android. <laughs> yeah, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. So screw you iPhone people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, well, well, you want to wrap this up? I'll let you take it away, homie.
1: Yep, sounds good. Uh, thanks for listening to the higher points. You know, I hope you have a good week this week um be listening for our or be looking out for our social media posts on the uh cornhole boards and um give us a like on our uh, social media instagram facebook and uh write us a review you know those go a long ways to help us out just uh share them and we just thank you for all the support we've gotten recently so thanks guys
0: we'll catch up with you next time